A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss our feelings about them, and then make those characters fight for our, and hopefully your, amusement. I am your host, my name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me, as always, except for that one time, is Ken Knapsack. I am here, Joseph. So happy we survived that big double release databank brawl thursday big episodes and a lot of fun and i'm glad to be back that's right we had some uh, two great fights we had a fight full of, of shame on coruscant and then the super secret surprise big name star wars characters if you have not checked that one out by all means go back and check that out and then come back here because i think we're gonna have uh, some violence today Ooh. yeah i think this is there's something about it that suggests to me that this one might actually get kind of kind of rough kind of rough i like 
rough violence, Joseph. <laughs> that soft, gentle yes. violence. That's, yes. that's no fun. No. We're having Star Wars characters beat each other up for real, <laughs> no reason whatsoever, except for reasons we make up. Yeah. Uh, but that is what we do here. We get all of our information from this StarWars.com databank minty fresh canon. We get a little insight on what the creators over at Lucasfilm really feel about these characters, and sometimes... It's not much. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so we get to make it up. Uh, we're going to be able to make up a lot today. Are you ready for the first combatant, Ken? I definitely am. Okay, this is somebody that uh, you will know who this character is. Okay. Very familiar to you. Okay. And that character, your first combatant is Wedge Antilles. Ooh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. You're going mainstream here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I wouldn't say he's a big name character, but oh. certainly he is big in the hearts of Star Wars fans. People definitely. have known who this this guy is for a long time. Yeah. Here's what StarWars.com databank has to say about him. A talented young rebel pilot from Corellia, Wedge Antilles survived the attack on the first Death Star to become a respected veteran of Rogue Squadron. He piloted a snowspeeder in the defense of Echo Base on Hoth and led Red Squadron in the rebel attack on the second Death Star above Endor. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one is That's not... I think this actually kind of, we'll get into this, but this sort of boils into who his character is. Is yeah. uh, He's getting, uh, not getting a lot of love. No. Yeah, That's there's I mean. nothing, uh, he's, he's described as talented. That's about it yeah. for the flavor. He's <laughs> a talent, he piloted a snowspeeder yeah. in the defense of, he didn't bravely do it. Right. He didn't do it risking his own life. He didn't do it cleverly. Right. He just piloted it. So, like, yeah, the databank doesn't have much time for poor Wedge. No, absolutely not. I mean, I'm looking at his his canon Wikipedia page, and it stretches on and on and on. He's had many adventures straight up in canon, yeah, as we in know. Canon. And he had a lot of EU stuff, but it doesn't count anymore. But he, they have included him prominently in, yeah. in new Star Wars canon. Wow. Well, for sad people who don't immediately know exactly what Wedge Antilles looks like mm-hmm. and how tall is he, what kind of information do you got up there on your uh, computer absolutely. machine? Human male from Corellia. That's the home world of Han Solo as well, we think. Um, <laughs> 1.7 meters uh, tall, hair color brown, but it's, I mean, I always thought it was a little bit more just straight black. A little, it's a dark brown. It's a very dark brown. Eye color yeah. brown. Skin color, he is light. Um, what we would call Caucasian male here in our galaxy. Um, he's got a, a stern but friendly face. Yes, he does. You know, he seems withdrawn, introspective, but, uh, you know, uh, he seems like a guy you'd have a nice conversation with at a bar. Yeah, he goes to war with you, and then he buys you a beer and asks about your feelings. Right, yeah. He is a warrior with a heart of gold. Yeah, and like a, a nice guy. Yeah. And, and, and you know, Joseph, I, I, I tie, uh, my soul ties into those nice guys who finish last, and there was a little bit of that in Aftermath. Absolutely. You know, I don't want to spoil it for those who haven't read, but there was, a, you know, he, Wedge had some feelings for someone, and it didn't work out at the time that the way he thought it would. You know, yeah. and I felt for Wedge. Yeah. Felt for Wedge. I'm feeling like that's Wedge's character up to a point. Now, mm-hmm. I, I will admit, I never dive deep into EU in terms of all the Rogue Squadron books. Me, me either. And I think there's an e, a EU ro- uh, Wedge who maybe got, got his due. But I remember <laughs> way back, way yeah. back, uh, I did a sketch, a uh, Star Wars sketch. Mm-hmm. Featuring Wedge Antilles, and the joke of it was he was running for government in the new Republic. Yeah, and he was trying to have like a Me Too attitude 
of like, I know Luke Skywalker <laughs> blew up the Death Star, but like, so I survived and I helped, and then I did this and I did that, yeah. and you know, at the time, this was this is how long ago it was. Right. Uh, we didn't know from George that there was a different Antilles who owned 3PO and R2D2. He's like, yes. this is how cool a guy I am. Luke Skywalker <laughs> just shows up, just steals my droids, and I roll with it. That's right. Just appreciate me. I'm yeah. Wedge, and I have value. Different, different Antilles. Different Antilles. A lot of Antilles worn around the Star Wars. That's galaxy. right. But the point holds that I think there is. It should be noble that he's the guy that we all knew. Like, oh, the only other guy to survive all these major battles. Yeah, that should be a badass. But instead, be. he just gets. Mm-hmm. He he just has his hair listed as dark brown when we all know it's black. Why yeah. is everybody always trying to take something from Wedge? Yeah. I don't know. I'm looking. I mean, the, the second Death Star blew up because of Wedge. Yeah. He, he went for that North Reactor, man. He, yeah. That was just as important. And I love Lando and Nine Numb. You know that. Don't overlook Wedge. Yeah, exactly. I do have a quote for him. Oh, good. Whoa, that got him. <laughs> my favorite wedge that and good shot Jensen those are, those are the best wedge quotes out there yeah I was afraid that the quote was just going to be the sound of him hugging Luke on Endor do you have any other wedge thoughts or feelings before we move on to our next combatant you know what wedge is uh, absolutely one of the better second tier characters he's very important uh, it is the essence of Star Wars to me where it's, it's this character uh, that is um you know, just a throwaway. I yeah. mean, uh, he's a, he survives almost on a fluke. I don't think anyone in, in the creation of New Hope, Lucas or otherwise, or Gary Kurtz or anyone was like, hey, that guy who survives, we should use him in other things. <laughs> I think it just was like, hey, looking around, yeah, I guess that Wedge guy would be here. He survived, right? All right, bring him into Empire. Yeah, that'll be fun. So from those humble beginnings, where two actors portrayed him in yeah. the movie, um, in those humble beginnings, he's grown and he's stayed and he's a key beloved member of the of the Empire, of the Republic, and, yeah. the, and the rebellion to restore the Republic. Yeah, so he's maybe going to get more respect today, mm. or he is going to be uh, pooped upon by <laughs> the fates of the galaxy. We'll find out which when he goes up against this next combatant. Another great W in the Star Wars landscape. It is Wald. Wald. Here's what StarWars.com databank has to say about Wald. Wald was one of Anakin's playmates in the Mos Espa slave quarters. He and Kitster, along with the droids R2-D2 and C-3PO, formed Anakin's pit team at the Punta Eve Classic Pod Race. At the time, Wald was six years old. What kind of twisted brain <laughs> must you have? Uh, got a couple fan requests for Wald. Thought, how can we make this interesting? How can we make it thematic? Well, it's a battle of the W's. And it's, you know, two what appear to be mm-hmm. decent, sentient beings. Okay. Why not just be cruel and okay. make them fight? Okay. Uh, so h- how do you feel about Wald? Play well. No, Wald, of course, uh, I didn't need this uh, looked up on, but I, uh, he was portrayed by Warwick Davis. Okay. So, right there that there's a special place in my heart. If if Wicked is playing you, I'm going to I'm going to like you. Yeah. But there was the unfortunate moment where Anakin wins the pod race and and during the pod race, Wald had some movements and some high fives <laughs> and some dancing. God bless Warwick. I not my favorite moments in Phantom Menace. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, um as much as you and I have become prequelists and come around on those movies in that storytelling era 
Wald stands out to me as <laughs> one of the reasons people don't like that movie. Wald stands low, yes. literally and metaphorically yes. for you. Uh, fair enough. So, uh, yeah, so for people who are, are, are catching up, uh, Wald is indeed a Rodian-like Greedo who mm-hmm. appears in The Phantom Menace. What, yeah. is, uh, what does Wikipedia have to say about him? Uh, Rodian, like you said, he is 0.69 meters tall. So um, Wedge has a one-meter advantage. <laughs> Eye color black, skin color green. Very similar. I mean, obviously, as Rodin, is going to look like Greedo, but uh, it's almost too much like Greedo. I, I don't know. I would. His ears are bigger. I think his ears are bigger. Okay, shorter but bigger shorter, ears. Shorter. Yes. Okay, that might be important in our battle. Yeah. Big yeah. vulnerable ears. <laughs> <laughs> or will it? Uh, is there anything else in canon, or is that his one and only appearance in that Phantom is, Menace? That is it. We have not revisited Wald in canon. Legends has. Um, has more, but it's almost like I'm surprised it has that much. Um, uh, his appearance is non-canon. Uh, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot of appearances. Um, but, um, yeah, canon-wise, that's kind of it. Now, they do, oh, non-canon has adult walled. You know, he grew up. <laughs> he grew up. Yeah. So, something to consider. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, as much as I defend uh, the prequels, it is defending the parts about them that are great. Right. Uh, and some of the parts that are uh, wonky at best, uh, yeah, Wald's a little wonky. I, I think there's also that I appreciated the effort to have aliens that we recognized. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. I appreciated that idea of like, look, we didn't mean the original trilogy to just be a smear on all Rodians. Right. Some of them are perfectly good, innocent good, young creatures, good like Rodians. Wald, yeah, who uh, you know helps out in mm-hmm. the uh, at the Boonda Eve Classic pod race. So yeah. maybe he's not all bad. Now I believe at one point Wald was Greedo, and I believe this is in the Phantom Menace novelization where mm-hmm. Anakin gets in a fight with him yes. and says, "You know, your bad attitude is going to get you killed, Greedo." Yes. And I don't know if Lucas changed that, or I don't know if that was a breaking point for Rick McCallum. <laughs> Jesus. George. Come on, George. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think I retroactively like Wald because he's not Greedo. Because he's not Greedo. So I at fair. least give him that. And, uh, and I guess we are meant to believe, since he lived in the slave quarters, that Wald was indeed a slave as well. Right. Owned by, you know, Jabba, who knows... Uh, Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So, I- any other thoughts or feelings about Wald? No. What does Wald wear? A brown sack <laughs> <laughs> with a belt. Okay, that will inform us a lot. Okay, so we're going in with not a lot of Wald info, more Wedge Antilles info, and now is the time on Data Bank Brawl where we fight. Yeah. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Alright, so we always think about the where and the when. I'm gonna say when I do want an older walled. Yes. I do, you know, I want I, I would, want these men to both be. <laughs> yes, I would hate to have a <laughs> six-year-old Gre- uh, Rodian uh, get beat up here in a fight. Yeah, uh, <laughs> We do a lot of absurd things, yeah, but, uh, but draw young Rodian abuse is not what this podcast <laughs> is about. Uh, so, yeah, we're dealing with yeah. an adult wall, so we'll get to decide kind of like, a, yeah. how did his life go? Where is yeah. he in life? I think, I think. So what? what's the math here? Uh, Phantom Menace is... Uh, 30 years before new, yeah roughly home, yeah roughly. my math's yeah. a little 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 shaky um but uh, i'm going to say this is i would like this to take place after the events of return of the jedi oh okay so mm-hmm. getting up there wald yeah. lived a full life wald getting up there now wedge Factors immediately into some of the storylines in Aftermath and everything. So we can play around with that timeline. Yeah. Uh, we we oddly get specific sometimes on this show, and other times it's caution thrown to the wind yes. on timelines. So yeah. it's in that era. In that era. Okay. Yeah. You know what? That's inspired me. Okay. I, I wasn't thinking we were going to go that far oh. into uh, well, the future stories. No, no, no. I think this is right because this is inspiring. Mm-hmm. I think what should motivate this fight mm-hmm. is that walled. Yeah. Makes the discovery somehow. He hears a whisper on the wind mm. that Darth Vader was once known as Anakin Skywalker in his big, flappy, larger than normal for a Rodian ears. Right. Prick right up. Right. And he thinks, wow. Little Annie? Little Annie became 
Darth Vader, Lord of the Sith. Right. Wow. Right. And I, you know, like like little Annie would say, he says, wow, because <laughs> he still talks like wow. that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't mature a lot. Yeah. Uh, so I think he is going to venture out, mm-hmm. and he wants to uh, maybe pay his respects. He hears he hears whispers that uh, Vader was destroyed over some forest moon of Endor, mm-hmm. and he thinks, you know what, I'm gonna. I haven't really seen the galaxy. I got freed from slavery. That was nice. But I'm gonna right. venture out, and I'm I'm gonna try to find where exactly Vader slash yep. Little Annie died, and I'm just gonna pay my respects. Yeah, and he he takes uh, he's on Tatooine, so he buys a spaceship. An old Corellian Corvette. Oh, nice. Ship. Nice. Yeah. It's it's not quite like a Outrider or Millennium Falcon. Um, it's like the, the Honda Accord version of that. <laughs> I uh, like that. Yeah, it doesn't even have a, a Dejeric chessboard. Yeah, no. it's got nothing. No. Uh, couch, a little couch needs to be reupholstered. Yeah, going yeah. back to a previous uh, uh, episode mm-hmm. of Databank Brawl, I think the ship is in call, uh, called Desiccated Leku. That's the name of the ship. <laughs> That's how crappy it is. Yeah. He buys the Desiccated Leku. Desiccated Leku. Uh, he buys that, and um, he's in space. He's flying. He, he, some people, some guys at the Moss Eisley spaceport are like, Endor? Oh, man, I don't know. Where's that one? Is that up by, is that by Takadona? I don't know. I heard someone at Moss's Maz, castle talk about it. So I think Walls ends up there. And then someone's like, oh, yeah, it's, it's like 18 uh, parsecs that way. Yeah, I heard some rumors about murder bears. Yeah, the Walls like, Isn't pars- is parsecs a, a measure of time or is it a measure <laughs> of distance? I don't know. I don't know. So he jumps out of hyperspace. Above the moon of Endor. Okay. I think he's in his ship, the desiccated Leku. Yeah. This sets off alarms in a patrolling X-Wing. Yes. That X-Wing mm-hmm. flown by Wedge Antilles. Right. And uh, now what exact area are we in? Are we right after Return of the Jedi, do you think? I think we're very close after. Because okay. Wedge, when the ship comes out of hyperspace, everyone's still on edge. They've had fireworks and grilled stormtrooper, but they're, yeah. they're still an air of there's something going on. This is like maybe a couple nights later. Yes. And maybe, maybe Wedge is, uh, you know, everybody else we, we saw in it, Shattered Empire, the comic yep. book, where people are running around dealing with the immediate after effects of yep. the Battle of Endor. Maybe this is a couple days later mm-hmm. in Wedge. Yeah. He volunteered for a bunch of dangerous proactive missions. Yeah. And everybody's like, hey, Wedge, once again, mm. why don't you just be a team player yeah. and do the least glorious thing? Right. And he was willing to do it because he, uh, you know, the Ewoks are running a space on Bright Tree Village. And after the celebration, they were all given, uh, some of the top rebels were given huts. And his hut was next to Han and Les. Oh. And he was hearing things he was uncomfortable with hearing. <laughs> and that got him. That got him. Um, so he was like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I'll take this lonely mission in space. Um, so but, he's just yeah. circling yep. the forest moon of Endor. Yep. Watching out for trouble. Yep. Getting kind of bored. Maybe thinking about when he writes his autobiography and sets the record straight about all the cool... It's not that he just survived. Yeah. He did things. Yeah. Lots of people survived the rebellion. Yeah. He did things. He'll blow up the second Death Star. <laughs> Come on. I think his title of his uh, autobiography is I Took Out the Power Regulator on the North Tower. That's just, it's a sentence. Like, well, that's not a catchy title. I just want people to know. <laughs> Colon, the Wedge Antilles story. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Uh, so this is like mana from heaven. Something happened. Yeah. Everybody's expecting a surviving Imperial Armada to pop up. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's just a broken down 
Corellian yeah. ship. Uh, he recognized it. He knows it well. He's from Corellia. Yep. So he contacts this ship. Yeah. Right? And what, what does Wedge say? Well, for, alarm's going off, and he's like, in his head, he's like, oh, opens up the communication figure. So he's like, whoever's piloting the desecrated Leku, identify yourself. I know that ship. It's been, I used to see it in high school. Um, who, are, who are you? Who are you? Can't yeah. be the original owner. Yeah, can't be yeah. at all. Dash Rendar, probably. Yeah. Uh, and I think Wald, uh, here, here we can think about what has Wald gone through. I think he mm-hmm. hasn't ventured out of Tatooine much, maybe nope. a couple little vacations. Nope. I think once you get on Tatooine, you get stuck on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. This is really his chance to see the galaxy. Right. I think he's never really matured a lot. He's right. always he's been much like Wedge. He's never been the center of attention. He's been right. the side of attention. He is everybody in Mos Espa's drinking buddy. I think yes. But he's always willing to listen, and no matter how boring of a story you have to tell, mm. he's like, "Wow!" <laughs> he does a little dance for you. And he, he was good at f- kind of fixing pods for pod races. Oh, yeah. and he kind of he kind of hung around that some Boonta Eve classic races. Always uh, as he got older, he'd be like, "I was there when little little Annie won. I don't know what happened to him, but he disappeared shortly after." But uh, me and Kitster, you know, we knew him. Yeah, Kitster doesn't really talk with Wald anymore. It's kind of yeah, kind he of left. Awkward. It's kind of awkward. Weird. Yeah. 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 Kitster just. Disappeared. He doesn't know how. <laughs> right, right. And as as we established now, Kitster is Boba Fett. Exactly. Uh, so, um, yeah, I think uh, I, I I think Wald uh, uh, he doesn't. I almost think Wald wouldn't know how to respond in this situation. Yeah, I think he. You know, he's now he's got those long, flappy Rodian sucker fingers. So he's on the on the mm-hmm. keys, and he's like, uh, "Hi, I'm Wald." <laughs> I think that's about it. We're translating, translated from Rodian, but yeah, hi, it's me, Walt, I'm Walt, my name's Walt. Yeah, and this is coming yeah. through on, on yeah. Wedge's old X-Wing, yeah. uh, typing out there, like, uh, and, uh-huh, and? And yeah, and uh, Walt's like, hey, um, I'm looking for Darth Vader. <laughs> I think uh, at that Wedge just out of... Instinct yeah. and uh, tension opens up. I think oh, he just it. opens fire. Yeah. Lock, he locks us foils into attack, attack position. Attack position. Boom, boom. And uh, luckily some shields are up. There's some shields functioning on Desigated Leku. Um, and it just boom, boom, slaps up against the wall. It's like, whoa, whoa, what was that? What was that? What was that, man? Yeah. I think he says, wow. But it's a negative wow. <laughs> is he, his, the ship is is spinning mm-hmm. and he is mm-hmm. trying to get uh, get it back under control. And he's yeah. uh, hitting those buttons with his sucker fingers. Like, what? Why? Yeah. I, yeah. well, I, look, I, I, I knew Darth Vader when he was a kid. <laughs> now, that's weird to Wedge, right? Right. right. So in Wedge, is thinking, he's thinking yeah. about his autobiography. And he's yeah. like, oh, oh, this is going to make what? Yeah. What? And he's a- still kind of upset. You know, Darth Vader almost killed him in, in the Battle of Yavin. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, he shot him. And uh, and Luke is his friend. But yeah. He is always, he is tired of mm-hmm. Luke being like, you can be in charge of Rogue Squadron, Red Squadron when yeah. I just kind of leave. Yeah. But then yeah. when I come back, I'm in charge again. I'm like, <sighs> Yeah. Uh, so I think he's got some baggage. Yeah. Uh, so I think he, so he, he's fired on Wald and, and, he, and Wedge is still coming. I mean, he's like, if you do not leave the area and leave the, the planet, I will vaporize you. And yeah. Wald's like, wow. No. Don't. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just traveling around. Is there a place to land? And Wedge is like, "All right." <laughs> Fires on him again. Okay. But Wald, he's he's 
told enough and heard enough stories in the bar uh, on Moss Espo and Moss Isley and all around Tatooine that he knows, uh, all right, th- 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 something's happening that's not good. It's not a wow. Yeah, it's this a, is not a wow. A whoa. This is a whoa. And so he banks the ship in evasive action and wedges uh, proton torpedoes miss. Okay, yeah, they go flying. And I think that uh, Wald has, he's good with mechanical things. Yeah, yeah. He learned a lot from little Annie. Mm-hmm. And I think he has souped up the shield yeah. on the desiccated leku and he's got it set to a reaction pulse it's very very rare and hard to do with shields right. where right. uh when if he gets his ship close enough mm-hmm. when uh blaster fire plasma beams hit yeah. the shield it uh it it uh, sends out like a, a wave of energy oh okay so Almost it like a seismic charge but a little seismic okay. charge from the shield mm-hmm. itself now this drains the the power on the ship really fast Oh, yeah. So Wald's trying to be like, I just, look, I, I knew Darth Vader when he was a kid. I, I understood mm-hmm. that he died near here. Please don't shoot me again. Right. Nothing. I think Wedge is trying to decide, like, do I believe this? Do I want to find out more about this? Or do I right. want to take him out of the sky, mm-hmm. which is going to play better in my autobiography? And I think... I think he, I think he realizes he needs to save the rebellion. That this could be uh, reinforcements coming down. You know, they they hear Vader's dead. It's kind of the, the days after the Battle of Endor are yeah. crazy heady days. So there's a lot of rumors, a lot of stories. Is the Emperor dead? Luke says so, but Luke's been weird. He's off in the side of the forest talking to himself. <laughs> uh, he went on a mission to get a tree. Yeah, he, yeah, he's talking to Shara Bay. Is like, I don't know, seem kind of weird. He said one's already spoken for. Like it's weird stuff yeah so yeah wedge is like uh he fires again okay and i think uh direct hit um shields are still kind of up but the weak yeah and the desiccated leku starts really careening down towards the surface yeah so i think uh, i think this uh protocol that yeah. uh walt has put in with the shields mm-hmm. i think activates so i think the the beams hit the shield the yeah. shield sends out that wave it, that smashes into wedges well, wedge as well actually, yeah it makes kind of like yeah hits right into the outwax yeah and i think it damages the x-wing as well so i think they're both tumbling out of the sky Mm -hmm. down 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 to the forest moon of endor yeah which can't he he doesn't he can't believe this is happening Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it's going to be a good story yeah so uh (laughs) i think wall wall is not super good at 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 right. piloting the ship, but uh, I think they come f- flying down mm-hmm. into Endor. They're crashing through trees. Wedge is much better. Yeah. If there's one thing Wedge excels at, it's his X-wing being partially damaged and still getting <laughs> home safe. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Uh, so yeah, I think they're crashing through the trees. As the ships are crashing through the trees, do you think Wedge tries to take some more pot shots? Do you think he tries to communicate? What What's going through Wedge's mind? I, I think he's 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 thinking. I, I got to finish the job here. I can't, um, and, and and it's time for Wedge and Tilly's to claim some glory for himself. Okay. All right. Who knows if he had not been shot in uh, the Battle of Yavin, he might have stayed there. Maybe he's the one who gets a proton torpedo off. Yeah. Uh, even though that wasn't his exact purpose there. Um, you know, he, he, everyone's talking about, did you see Luke take down a walker by himself? Yeah. And Wedge is like, I took down walkers too what like okay yeah. and then the the power uh, power regulator in the north tower we know he's happy to do his part yeah 
But Lando was going around the last couple of days going, did you see me, man? Come on, man. I, I <laughs> went in there and I took out that thing. It was Wedge there with you? I can't remember. Yeah. Was it, it Wedge or Hobby? I don't know. The fire wasn't very close to his ship. Yeah. My ship was entirely yeah. consumed by fire. Did you hear me? Shot Woo! out of there. And nine numbs in the corner. I had the other, the other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So wedge, wedge in this moment is like wedge Antilles. This is your moment, right? He can tell everybody. The desiccated Leku mm-hmm. came in, same said some crazy mm-hmm. stuff about Darth Vader, you know, and I took him out. Yeah, took him out. Yeah. All right. So he, he's still firing. Yes, he he's is taking some risks because he's act, they're, they're crashing through the trees. They're through the atmosphere. He yeah. might hit Ewoks if he's not careful. Well, I, I mean, there's Ewoks. I don't. You don't play Battlefront, I know, Joseph. But uh, uh, on Endor, if you're running around, if you f- whip around a corner fast enough on Endor, like an Ewok goes, eh, like drops his drink and runs into a hut. <laughs> so uh, Ewoks are a scattering. Yeah, I think they're just like, eh, just running away. This is a, on the outskirts of Bright Tree Village, though. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh the firing like mad through the trees. Mm-hmm. He's hitting the desiccated leku. I think the desiccated leku gets damaged. It is uh, yep. leaking coolant. Uh, that uh, the, the Tabana gas is there to cool. Right, 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 <laughs> right, right. right. It, it's going to blow. It's going to blow, and Wald knows it. Yes. So I think Wald gets himself to uh, an escape pod. Yes. And I think he. It's not in good shape, though. No, it is not at all. Yeah. You ever seen like a bicycle with the seat missing? <laughs> It's kind of the escape pod. There's like no seat in there. Wall just kind of has to stand there. Does he stand or does he sit he's, he's, on a he, metal pole, he, he, which is the visual you've created? He does not sit on that pole. Um, he kneels before uh, the control panel and just launches the thing out. He the launches. Okay. Yeah. And I think he thought he was launching towards the planet, but right at the last second, the desiccated Leku did a spin, and I think he actually ejects himself flying towards Wedge's X-Wing. Oh, wow. Good move. Good yeah. move, Walt. Didn't even know it, but it's a good move. Wedge tries to bank, and the escape pod actually gets lodged in between the S-foils. <laughs> Never so, before in Star Wars canon <laughs> this has happened. So now, Walt, in an mm. escape pod. Yeah. Oh, he's banged up, because he got shook around. He oh, ejected yeah. at high speed, and then yeah. it was immediately... Bam! Yeah, that pole hit him. Caught. <laughs> he is doing yeah. some undesirable mm. pole dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Not it the is good kind, kids. Unfortunate. Yes. Um, and now, uh, uh, Wedge out of control, right? Alarm. All these alarms are going off, and, and Wedge doesn't know. And it's like he can't control the S. He certainly can't close them. Um, he tries, and that just wedges, no pun in, or <laughs> pun intended, um, wedges his, his wings uh, on, on the right side. It's just stuck. It's yeah. a mess. This oh, X-Wing's terrible. falling apart. Yeah, and he realizes, ah, I need a flat pace to land. And he, yeah. he does. This is good. He's a good pilot. People don't give him credit for it. He's an amazing best. pilot. How yeah. can a pilot be that good without having the power of the force? Yeah. The answer is Wedge Antilles is yep. just that good. Yep. So he, he spins out of the trees, and he knows that there's that big platform that we saw where Luke surrendered yes. to Vader. He yes. knows that's a flat place I can land. Right, right, right. That probably blew up. Anyway, he knows there's another one. There's another. The Empire built several. They built several. They really took over that planet. Yeah. They, they, you know, you know how many ships land in Star yes. Wars. Ships are always landing. Yes. yes. So he goes to another one. It's a, it's a little farther, but he knows he can make it. Yes. And uh, there's a communicator in the escape pod, and Wald's still trying to talk to Wedge. <laughs> He's still saying, I just want to know where Darth Vader died. You're not going to find out, Wedge is screaming at yeah, him. Yeah. He's like, this I'm, is not a place for tourism. Yeah. Yeah. What are you thinking? 
And he uh, crashes onto the pad. Yes. Crash lands. Skids. He gets the legs out. He slows it down. It, yeah. it, this is an amazing feat that the X-Wing does not explode mm-hmm. and die. It goes skidding. The X-Wing teeters on the edge. The S-foils right. that have the escape pod with wall lodged in it mm-hmm. are literally hanging over the right. edge of this tall platform right. down to the trees in the forest below. Yeah. Which pops out. Mm-hmm. He grabs his blaster. What does he do next? He... He kind of takes a defensive position because the skate pod's starting to open up, too. Okay. And Wedge, Wedge is great in the air, but he's not a lot of uh, hand-to-hand ground combat. That, that's, that's not his thing. He's a pilot. Yeah. Um, he, was, he was talking to uh, Rex after, you know, because as we now know, Rex was apparently on the moon of Endor for yeah. this battle with that old beard of uh, his sitting there. And Rex was giving him some, uh, ah, you know what I did? You come around and <laughs> I take all these shots there. And made me bad. more Zeb than clone, but go with me. Um, <laughs> and uh, He spends a lot of time with Zeb. Yeah. So I think well, that's Rex, canon. Rex and, and Zeb are the Legolas and Gimli of, of they go off on some ventures, I'm, I'm assuming, <laughs> together. So uh, Rex is like, oh, yeah, Master Skywalker was a great pilot, but I'm great on the ground. Um, and so Wedge is uh, you know, trying to remember some of the stuff. And so he takes like a, a, a position on his knees, yeah, kind of behind some debris, and he waits for the pod door. It's like open. He's waiting to get a shot, and all of a sudden, like, Wald comes, like, tumbling out, and is like, whoa, who put that pole there? Yeah. <laughs> He's cut up. Now, uh, yeah. he is wearing some high Rodian fashion, which is green and yellow jumpsuit with vest. Yes. Yes. That, that you know, he graduated from that brown sack. Yeah, he got he got this for cheap. Mm. He doesn't know who used mm. to have it, but there's a big burning hole, yeah. a big hole in the vest where somebody clearly shot. He bought these <laughs> secondhand. He doesn't know where the clothes came from, but he yeah. thinks they look nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look kind of dumb. Uh, and so this is boy. If you imagined mm-hmm. somebody who had made themselves a target on purpose, yeah, got big ears. He's wearing super bright colors. Yeah. He stumbles out of there, uh, and he really has to stand on the S-foils because they're hanging over the edge. Yeah, So he scampers out, and he kind of gets on top of them. And uh, Wedge takes a shot. He does take a shot. I think in that moment he realizes, I should find out a little bit more what's going on. Mm -hmm. Because there's this this thing is a Rodian. It's had a lot of weird things. Yeah. It seems friendly. I don't want to. really chipper. Just murder this Rodian. Right, right. I'm going to prove what a great shot I am by just clipping him. He does. He clips the side of the, the jacket. Okay. The vest. And Wald's like, ah, damn, damn it, man. And he takes the jacket off. And Wedge is, <laughs> and, and the jacket's still smoking. And he throws the jacket. You know, you see ever done that? You, like, take your clothes off when you get home drunk or something, take a yeah. jacket off. He's like, ah, and he, like, bundles it up and throws it. And it manages to go with a surprising amount of speed and just... Lands on Wedge's face. Oh, it just la- oh, it just blankets his yeah. face. So Wedge now is pawing at this jacket, trying to get out, and he drops his blaster, and he's like, ah, and he like, and it's smoking. He's like, ow, 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 and he like takes it and he throws it. And by this time, Wald surprisingly has run over to him. Yeah, Wald's not dumb. He's nice and he's chipper, but he's not dumb. He knows this is a fight. Oh yeah, he's grown up on the mean streets of Mos yeah. Espa. So Wald runs for the blaster. <gasps> okay, and he goes to reach down for the blaster. Now, Joseph, I know you don't watch a lot of football, but you've seen some football. Oh yeah. Sometimes there's a fumble. Oh, I've seen those on the Super Bowl. Yeah, and big offensive linemen try to jump on that football, <laughs> and it is like a greased pig. <laughs> Wald <laughs> jumps for this blaster, <laughs> and the blaster goes. 
can like flies up the air. It slides. It hits. It's and now Wedge is throwing the jacket away, and he's like, "That's my blaster!" And he like gets up. He's running towards it. Um, they're both running at the same time. They jump and they leap for the blaster, and they hit the blaster, knocking it off. And it's they wa- both watch. Wald and Wedge are now silently watching this thing as it skids and just falls off the edge of the. Uh, the, the landing platform. Yeah, I think that's exactly what happens. Yeah. And they both stand there in a moment of yeah. stunned silence. They're both stewing in their own shame and incompetence. Yeah. And as they stand there, silently watching, mm-hmm. there's a creak, mm. an alarming creak, creak. Okay. And suddenly, the X-Wing itself <laughs> tips over, goes flying into the trees. <gasps> Massive explosion. The force of it rips up through this tarmac they're standing on. Doesn't take it down, but it definitely weakens the structure. They both go flying back, hit their backs, slide for 15 feet. Yeah, Walt's going, ah, the damn pole hurts. (laughs) Wow. Wedge is like, ah. Yeah. And, oh, man, now they're just in just a smoking ruin of shame. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they both struggle to their feet. Yep. This rarely happens in databank brawl. Mm-hmm. They know what they're fighting for. Yeah. But they have no idea what they're fighting about. They don't know. They, they just don't. ran into each other and then had yep. cascading blows of death and shame. Right. Yeah. So it's a real moment of truth of if they're going to continue their fight or just talk. Well, f- yes. Yes, it is. And they turn and look at each other, and there's a beat, a heavy, heavy beat in screenwriting terms. Um, <laughs> and Wedge looks at Wald. Wald looks at Wedge, and they start slapping each other, like a little slap fight. They're just like their hands. They're like, ah, like it's like two third graders fighting under the school uh, on the school playground. Yeah, Wedge still has his black X-wing yeah, gloves black on. Black gloves. And those those long Rodian fingers are slapping Wedge, slapping, <laughs> sucking. It, it's just it's just <laughs> silliness, just silliness. They're just like, slapping, and all of a sudden they hear in the background. <laughs> And they stop. I think Wedge says, blast. Yeah. Yeah. And they turn, and in the trees, it's uh, Wicket (laughs) and a band of Ewoks from Bright Tree Village. Yeah. Just laughing at them. Laughing at them. Pointing their little murder bear paws (laughs) at them. And they're just, (laughs) those guys aren't wise. (laughs) And there is shame in Wedge. Yeah. What's close to shame in Walt? Yeah, as close as he knows. Like he's just kind of glad to have the attention, though. To be honest, he's, he's glad to have the attention, yeah. and uh, he's glad to be alive. Mm-hmm. Didn't venture off Mos Espa much. Not yeah. super good at defending himself, but yeah. he's glad to be alive. Yeah. Now these bears are just laughing at him. Yeah. And I think Wedge says, mm-hmm. "What do you?" Want, mm-hmm. and I think uh, I think Wald has learned a little bit of basic, yeah, because he spent time in Mos Espa, yeah. I think he tries to say one more time, 
Jeez, I just I, I knew this little kid named Anakin Skywalker And I heard a rumor that he turned into Darth Vader And then he died to hear about these parts And we used to call him Little Annie I know you probably knew him as Darth Vader But we used to call him <laughs> Little Annie And I just wanted to find out if there's, Is there some place that uh, Little Annie is buried And I know he caused a lot of trouble for the galaxy And everything killed a lot of people But I just wanted to say Hey, little Annie, you were okay by me. And he puts a big thumbs up, and his thumb sucker is way up in the air, kind of getting blown around by the hot breeze of that destroyed X-Wing. Right. What does Wedge do with this? Wedge takes a breath just like that and says, Look, what's happened here today is pretty embarrassing for both of us. But above all that, what you've just told me, if true would change the very nature of this battle, war, and saga. You can't tell anyone what you just told me. (laughs) You have to sit on this information. I'm a nice guy, and I even tried to kill you. You can't invoke that name. And I don't know if this Anakin Skywalker guy is that the Jedi of Legends. I don't know. I don't know if he's even related to my friend Luke. I don't understand. I don't know. But just... You need to be quiet. Yeah. Because Ewoks are coming over here. <laughs> this is bad enough. Let me take you in. Uh, let me let me arrest you. Let me. Can you do that for me? Yeah. Yeah. It'll go well for you. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. So our battle is winding down. Here. Yeah. So I think this is our point where we pause. Yeah. And, and this is databank brawl. Yes. So yes. we should always determine who did win the fight, who should have won the fight, and then we'll we'll finish our narrative. Yeah. So. Who did anybody win this fight? Who should have won this fight? Wedge, by all accounts, should have won this fight. And in a way, Wedge did win this fight because I think he kind of he kind of stopped and held up. But they both took a loss today. Yeah, this is not a proud moment in either of their lives. Yeah, exactly. I cannot kill either of these men, and this fight clearly did not go in this direction. I just no can't find it in my heart. Neither of them deserve to die. I no. think I agree with you that we will determine that Wedge Antilles yeah. was the physical victor. Mm-hmm. He was the warrior with more power. I think yeah. I think Wald's one arm that he mm-hmm. that he that Wedge tagged is useless. Yes, I think he yeah. hit a nerve, and I think it is it is it's dangling. Gonna, it's going to take a lot of Bacta and two one B droids. That's right. Yeah. That's right. There's not much the Ewoks are going to be able to do yeah. with that. That. Yeah. Uh, so I think Wedge is really the physical victor. Yeah. And I think he's also the moral victor. Yes. Because I think he realizes that he has the benefit, the privilege of knowledge. Yeah. He knows more about what's going on. Wald seems to have a really weird piece of knowledge. Yes. But Wedge is the one who understands where they are, how that fits mm-hmm. into galactic history, and what is to be done. Yeah. So with that settled, mm-hmm. what do you think happens next? I have some thoughts. I want to see where what your thoughts are. <sighs> You know, I, I think they go back to the main part of Bright Tree Village. I think Wicked and his little team escort them back. It's kind of a walk of shame. They're going in those tree branches. They're swinging across. It's not like 3PO being brought in on a throne made of, of oh, tree. No. No. This is like, and Wedge knows he's going to have to answer for the X-Wing being destroyed. And just there's a crashed, crashed ship in the in the forest and damage to this landing platform that the rebellion was trying to repurpose for their own emissions. Just not a good thing. Not a good day. Not a good day. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what he does is I think that he realizes that he's some, Wedge feels bad because people don't appreciate him because he has many quiet victories. Mm -hmm. And I think this is a turning point for him where he realizes, you know, it's noble to have a quiet victory. 
Yeah. Maybe Luke doesn't like all that attention. Mm-hmm. Maybe everyone's, well, he'd like to have a quiet victory. So I'm going to make this a quiet victory. Right. And I think he just lies to Wald. <laughs> I think he takes him to a massive burial mound that the Ewoks mm-hmm. have made for yeah. the stormtroopers that they didn't want to eat for whatever reason. Right. The ones who were too burned, too fried, whatever. Yeah. The ones that they overcooked. Yeah. Massive, disturbing burial mound. A clear place of death. It smells of death. Bad. Bad news. And I think Wedge takes Wald there and is like, sure, you know what? Mm-hmm. This is where little Annie is buried. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Wald kneels down. And he says some kind words. Yeah. He says, wow. <laughs> You were so good at pod racing. Wow. And he gently puts his good working arm with those Rodian flipper fingers on it. He just bows his head and he's like, you were wizard. <laughs> yes. Annie. Little Annie was wizard. And uh, Wedge is just like, I can't. I can't even believe this. <laughs> and he si- decides the true yeah. quiet victory. Yeah is to just not tell Luke, mm. Leia, mm. Han, Akbar, Maydeen, yeah. Mon Mothma, not to tell Chief Chirpa, not to no. tell anybody no. the yeah. weird stuff that Wald says. And I think he tells him, like, this is a matter of great sensitivity. Yep. We're going to keep it between you and me. You can uh, you can join our republic. We're always looking for new mm-hmm. hands. I'll, I'll help mm-hmm. you out. Yeah. And you can uh, you can write some of the wrong that your friend little Annie did. And right. We'll simply never speak of this again. Right. Right. And uh, Wald just says, sure thing. Does that, does that mean I can get a hot meal? I haven't eaten much in a while. <laughs> can we do that? That'd be great. <laughs> and they uh, they go back and they have uh, some grilled Stormtrooper burger. <laughs> <laughs> and it is yep. delicious. Mm-hmm. And that is our story. Wald and Wedge chowing down. On Stormtrooper Burger. Medium rare. Oh, I really want someone to do some fan art of that. <laughs> For sure. I really need that, some fan art of that. that yeah. How, how can we illustrate a burger to make sure that it's clear it's a Stormtrooper? <laughs> how can that possibly be done? Man, every episode of Day of Bank Brawl is my favorite. Mm. This is my new favorite. That, that was a good one. This went to areas we not previously thought could happen. Yeah, you know, I mean, it happens a lot that we have uh, we have people who don't get the respect they deserve mm-hmm. here on Data Bank Brawl. But this was really a, an episode where two people who really don't get respect mm-hmm. maybe found a little <laughs> by lying to each other. <laughs> Only wedge life. Anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah. Ken, uh, this is so great. Thank you for always doing this uh, with me. Uh, people can let us know if you have particular people that you would like to see fight. Wald is here because a couple people said, hey, how about Wald? Yeah. Uh, and people requested Kitster. Kitster uh, has appeared on his own fighting three Jawas here in Data Bank Brawl, and yep. he's made now a couple of cameo appearances. Yeah. One canon changing appearance yes on a previous episode so if you like kitster there's plenty here for you on data bank brawl but if there are characters that you want to see fight uh if you have suggestions for matchup that's great we really love hearing about specific characters let us know on facebook or twitter with the hashtag data bank brawl if you the hashtag data bank brawl it's easier for me to find them later on so please do use that i also want to be sure to let you know uh that we have been nominated here on force center mm-hmm. for some awards some things that would make wedge feel good so as you're going to star wars podcast awards.com think of what you're doing for wedge 
somebody who never gets medals. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we feel. We feel we we're the wedge Antilles of Star Wars. We're not getting enough <laughs> awards. Uh, so seriously, it is off, obviously it's a it's a nice validation that we're doing a good job that we are providing you with uh, thoughtful and entertaining content. Uh, if we were to win any of these things, uh, but also you know it just it really helps us for letting other people know that hey we're serious. We're committed to Force Center, and you should have us at your conventions. You should have us at your shows. You should shower us with money and praise and whatnot. So if you'd like to help us out, we're nominated. In several categories, you can go to StarWarsPodcastAwards.com. Voting closes uh, April 1st, so get in there while you still can. Thank you uh, so much for listening to that rant. Ken, where can people find you? You can find me at Ken Absock across all social media platforms, except for Anchor, which is relatively new. It is a radio and podcast-based uh, app, and you can find my show on there called Daily Thrones. It is a daily look at Game of Thrones and a song of ice and fire. It is a relatively new app out there and uh, hopefully it will uh, lead to bigger and better things but I'm on there as well. Yeah, it's, it's a great show. It's a ton of fun to listen to and go deep into Game of Thrones. I am also on Anchor. Brand new. I have a show called Head Cannon. It is kind of a comedy take on all things pop culture. There's plenty of Star Wars on there, uh, but I, I share some opinions, uh, some thoughts, some feelings and then uh, ask weird questions uh, of myself and then pitch them to you the listening audience and invite you to call in. Anchor's got this great call-in feature where you can call in and answer. So check out both Daily Thrones and Headcanon on Anchor. You can also find me on all the social media is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at Force Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, well, no one was really listening to him. I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.